What's up, good listeners of the <laughs> of the Average PC Dream Girls podcast? Um, you know what I forgot about? SNL. So if you also forgot about SNL and are really missing Weekend Update, we're like the female college student versions of um, Colin, Colin Jost and Michael Che. Is that their names? Yeah. <laughs> I should have like, at least Googled it. <laughs> Anyways. Um, no disrespect to Colin Jost and Michael Shea. I was about to say full disrespect, but I was like, no, this is a joke. And then if this gets taken out of context, it will be bad for me. Even though I don't think I'll ever be employed by either of them. I still don't want to be Never rude. Know. No, because literally... Know. Like, literally, okay, this is, like, so unrelated to, like, everything, but I was, like, just watching America's Next Top Model, and I'm on season seven, I think, and, like, there is this girl, it's, like, the top, um, at this point, it's, like, the top four, I think, or, like, top, yeah, like, top four, top five, and, like, they're doing this, like, photo shoot, and this is the first time that they're shooting with Nigel Barker, who's, like, one of the judges. He's, like, a, a reoccurring judge on America's Next Top Model, and he's, like, been, like, one of the, like, permanent judges for, like, that season. Um, and, like, they were, like, chilling with him, just, like, vibing. And then um, they had to do this, like, uh, m- like matador-type um, photo shoot. And then they were they had to hold, like, this, like, uh, sort of like this baton um, because they're they're gonna like Photoshop like that like red like Metador flag that like they use in like bull in like the bullfights or whatever. Um, and then when he when Nigel the photographer slash judge was like using he's like oh you're gonna use this baton. One of the models was like oh um, did you did you like um, pull that out of your ass from last week? Because she's like saying like oh you have like a stick up your ass. And then like everyone was just like, oh my God. And then like the like the creative director of like the photo shoots, he was like, okay, ladies, like we need to have a talk about respect. Cause she cause he was like basically saying, like, first of all, like he's literally the one that's like, he's like one of the people that's deciding whether you're gonna stay in this competition and like you could be employed by him one day. And it's just like not a good look for you to be like, you know to like be disrespectful to people especially when you're not even like an actual model and like I was like oh my god so like I felt I got like secondhand embarrassment that's that's the end of my story (laughs) and I think all of our listeners learned a very good lesson don't disrespect people unless they deserve it then in that case I think it's fine but I don't think he deserved that because he wasn't really mean to anyone at least not her interesting Yes. So, oh, anyways, I guess, well, how has your week been? Has anything exciting happened, Elisa? Something? Um, well, yeah. Wait, first I want to say, I think it's interesting. Like, it's sort of full circle, because, like, the first, like, thing I knew about you was that you watched America's Next Top Model, like, <laughs> way back in the day. I don't know why, but you mentioned it at some point. I oh, do it was during, like It was, Christmas like, during our orientation yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, she's so cool. She just, like, watches that. <laughs> Go, Brandy. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I got very interesting news this morning. Well, actually, it's not super interesting. I've just been like announcing it very annoyingly to everyone I know because I think it's interesting. But basically, like several eye appointments ago, um, my eye doctor was like really freaked out. She was just like sh he was like shining that light in my eyes for like longer than usual, and I was like, "What's up?" And she's like, did you know that your pupils are different sizes? And I was like, oh my, is that a problem? <laughs> and she was like, uh, come back later. <laughs> so I did today. And she looked at it again and she was like, okay, so they're still not the same size. And she like basically thinks that like, maybe I think it's like either, I think, yeah, I think it's in my right eye. Like one of my like nerves is just like underdeveloped. And that's why my pupil isn't like shrinking correctly. And that's what's making it look bigger than my other pupil. So I have to like have another appointment where they put eye drops in my eyes to just like look at it. She's like, cause right now it's not bothering me. And my doctor doesn't think it's an issue. She just like, doesn't know why it's happening. So she wants yeah. to find out why. But the funny thing, <laughs> the funny thing is she was like, we're gonna put eye, eye drops in your eye. Like this is how she told it to me. And I was like, okay. And she was like, yeah, they're like, it's like an intensive, like special eye drop. And I was like, okay. And she was like, there's cocaine in the eye drops. <laughs> oh, I saw you post that. Like, they're going to put cocaine in my eyes. And I was like, you know, just normal Ohio things. No questions needed. I like how you just didn't even question that. Like, I just, it was so awkward because I was trying so hard not to laugh because it was just so out of the blue. I w it was just like, okay. I love that. It's like. <laughs> your first, um, your first experience with drugs. Yay. <laughs> this is exactly how I wanted it to be. <laughs> I love it. Anyways, Brandy, how was your week? <laughs> My week has actually been exciting. I was able to, I guess, like, nobody cares, but I'll still, like, tell, like, the whole, the story in, like, full length. Um, so I got tickets to see Baby No Money in November, and I bought, like, general admission tickets because um, there's, like, VIP tickets for, like, a meet and greet and stuff, and then, like, a free, a free beanie. Um, and I was like, you know what, I'm not going to get meet and greet because I got meet and greet last year, and it's, like, a lot of money. So I was like, I'll just do general admission, get there really early, and then linger, linger after the show, because that's like one of this girl that I know that again, like another, this is like a sub story. So this girl that I know from last year in February, in February 2020, um, I'm so she was like a baby no money fan account and I like stumbled upon her account. And then I saw that she was going. She's like, oh, I can't wait for the Baby No Money concert on Saturday. And I was like, oh, Saturday, that's when I'm going. So she must be from like LA or like the LA area. So I was, so I DM'd her and I was like, oh my God, like, are you going to see Baby No Money in LA? And she's like, yeah. And then we were like talking and I was like, oh my God, this is so fun. But so she's a fan account. So I don't know what she looked like. So then comes the day. Um, I'm next to this girl um, and she has, like, a very, like, distinct look because she's, like, very pretty. And then she also had, like, this bucket hat. And um, I was, like, next to her the whole time. And I was, like, oh, like, um, you know, she's so cool. And then, like, after the show, 
the I like go on like I'm like looking on Instagram and then I see that the fan account that like baby no money fan account that I interacted with they like posted videos and I was like oh my god they were like probably like right next to me and then I realized I was like oh my god it was probably that girl because it was like right next to me like the I could see that the view was like where like literally like right next to where I was and then like she posted a picture because she met him after the show she stayed like hours after even after they kicked everyone out and they told everyone like you have to like leave the premise like you can't just be loitering outside but she stayed outside she just like I think she like went around the corner and like just stayed there and she was like all alone too but she met him after the show and then like she um what's it called like she took a she like took a little video and like picture with him um and I was like oh my god that was literally her and then we kind of like became friends after that but like now she kind of like disappeared um but anyways like that <laughs> I don't even know like what my original thing was oh so anyways like I met him last year so I was like oh, I'm not gonna buy the me and greed tickets this year because I can just do what she did and just like stay outside um and just like wait and then I was like thinking about it and I'm like Oh, that's probably probably really stupid because I'm gonna be like waiting alone in the dark with nobody with me. And then like what if he doesn't even come like what if I don't even meet him and then I get like murdered and then it's gonna be like this whole big deal. <laughs> so I was like, oh, but I was like, I can't like I I don't know, I was just like, oh, I should have bought like the meet and greet tickets. And then I was my friend who is also she's like a year below us. Um, she's like my internet friend. Um, and she's going to USC, she texted me and she's like, oh, did you get tickets to see Baby No Money? And I was like, yeah, did you? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, we can go together. And then she's like, um, I was like, I got general admission. What did you get? And she's like, I got a VIP. And she's like, I got two. And I was like, oh my God, what'd you get two? And she was like, just in case. She's like, I don't know if like somebody else I knew would want to go. And then I was like, I will buy your ticket and I will find some way to get like rid of mine because they can't return it. So long story short I'm gonna see baby no money I'm gonna meet him I already have like my gifts planned like I I I I know what I'm gonna get him I know what I'm I think I know what I'm gonna get Lentra and then like their other friends that are gonna be on tour and like I even asked Lentra like can I bring you a gift and he said yes please so it's gonna be fun and yeah it'll be exciting um literally like his last I'm literally sorry I'm just gonna keep talking about baby no money for like the next five minutes but <laughs> but literally like last year the concert was so great just because like um I was able to like I made like a friend like instantly and she's like really cool and then mostly like everyone in the crowd was like chill and then like also like Trevor Wallace was there and then he was like with his cameraman and then they they like made a video they were making a skit and then, like, I ended up being, like, it was, like, really weird because, like, they, I ended up being in, like, like, so many just, like, random videos. Like, I was in Trevor Wallace's video, like, because they recorded the crowd for, like, because it was, like, the skit was, like, basically, like, a wannabe rapper and, like, Trevor was, like, the rapper, the wannabe rapper. And then he met Baby No Money and Baby No Money was, like, oh, you can perform at my show. So then, like, Trevor Wallace, like, Trevor, like, one of my, um, this, like one of my internet friends she like met Trevor she actually like met Trevor Wallace because she was like she heard someone and she was like I recognize that voice and then it was like literally like Trevor Wallace 
but yeah he came out like he randomly came out on stage and I low-key predicted it because I was like oh my god like I know they're friends like I bet Trevor Wallace is gonna be here and he was there and then they made the video and then I was in the video like in the crowd and then like also like just like Baby No Money and Lentra they each like made their own like like a music video uh Baby No Money made a music video and he took some of that footage from the LA concert and like put it into the music video. And I can see myself also in the music video. And then they have like just a bunch of like other random videos, like promotional videos for like, uh, like um, what's it called? Like tours and concerts. And like, I can just see myself in the crowd and like all those like random videos. So like, this is really cool. Like I'm a part of their little, like, I don't know, their videos, like. <laughs> You're basically one of them. I, I really am like honestly like my we're all like uh me baby no money and lunch have the same birthday so it's like it, the friendship was meant to be it, it was really meant to be that's crazy it's oh wow <laughs> but yeah that's the end of my like baby no money like ranting um <laughs> um but I guess like moving on oh outfits of the day what what did you wear today Elisa I wore a, um, a, an outfit that I was very proud of. Yay. It was, um, wait, now I forget. I'm in my pajamas as <laughs> usual. Okay, so it was like, those like high-waisted, you know, like that whole debate about like flared yoga pants versus, um, what's the other word for them? Whatever the other word Wide was. Wide leg? Was, maybe it was like because it was like gen z was calling them something and then like um bottoms oh it was it was flared leggings versus yoga pants because millennials (laughs) call them yoga pants but gen z says flared leggings flared leggings that's like a completely different isn't like hold up isn't like a yoga pant like not flared though i don't know they're like a little bit flared at the bottom like I don't, I don't know but like the point is that's what those were the pants I was wearing and then I was wearing a cropped blue tank top and then on top of that I was wearing this like flowery like shirt but it wasn't like a shirt you could wear on its own like because the front had like two ties holding it together which is why I had the tank top underneath so I didn't like flash anybody um and then Oh, that was it. That was the whole outfit. I thought there was more. I was like, wait, that's all. Yep. That was my outfit. It sounds lovely. I wish I could have seen it in person. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, well, today I am wearing a, a shirt. It is, it's like a Snoopy, like a Peanuts shirt. It just has like various like, uh, like Peanuts character characters on it. And it's from Uniqlo, but I got it at a thrift store in LA. And then I'm just wearing these like denim, like blue denim shorts that I got like from, I think I got these at like, it was either the Gap or like Old Navy because they were like having a sale. And I was like, I need shorts. And then I bought them. And that's all. Fancy. Very. <laughs> um. Okay, so today, like, you know, getting, 
getting into the episode. Today we are talking about the 1999 film Jawbreaker, which is, it's like a comedy film, um, and it has Rose McGowan, and I don't know what the other actress's name is, oh, Judy Greer, like, she's always, like, in every movie, but, like, I just don't know who she is, she always, like, plays kind of, like, the nerdy girl, kind of, she was in, like, 13 Going 30, I think, but anyways, it's basically this movie about these, um, young women in high school, and they're, like, the popular girls, and they try to surprise their friend for her birthday, but they unintentionally kill her, and instead of, like, going to the police, um, like, the lead, the leader girl, um, Rose McGowan, like, her name is Courtney in the movie, um, she's basically, she persuades them to be, like, no, like, let's make it look like she was murdered, and then, like, we won't get in trouble. So, basically, they, like, kind of do, like, that, like, a weird, like, cover-up. But then it kind of gets, like, really messy because then, like, a Judy Greer's character, whose name is Fern Mayo, finds out. And then they have to, like, find out a way to, like, keep her quiet. And then it just basically turns into, like, almost this, like, battle for, like, popularity. And, yeah, it's it's a very good movie. It's very, like, um, um, Heathers-esque. Um, but yeah, what, do you have any thoughts? I really liked it. I think it's definitely like in the genre of things I like to watch. So like, I, I think I was like destined to like it, but I, cause I really like Heather's. I really like Mean Girls and this just felt like the two like films had a baby. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really like the outfits, too. I think there's, yes. like, a lot of teen movies that I like where I just, like, hate the outfits. But I really like the outfits in this one. Yeah, I think, um, I guess just, like, getting getting into it, um, actually, okay, so I actually watched this, like, video essay about the outfits. So, like, I feel like some of what I say might be from that video essay, so I apologize to the video essay creator if I accidentally, like, plagiarize you. Like, I do not mean this. I forgot, like, what the video was called or what the YouTube channel was, but it was just, like, job, like, analyzing the outfits in Jawbreaker or something like that. But it's, like, always so interesting to see, like, um, how the outfits, like, say so much about, like, the characters or, like, the story just, like, in a film or TV show. Because, like, I feel like um, definitely, like, color, I mean, obviously, like, colors are always used to, like, represent something. And, like, you see that in Jawbreaker, like, for example, like, Rose McGowan, in the beginning, she's, like, wearing this, like, super, like, a bold, like, red outfit, like, a, like monochromatic red outfit. Um, and, like, obviously, that's supposed to represent, like, oh, she's, like, in power and, like, you know, like, red is sort of, like, kind of like evil-ish I don't know and it like says a lot about her character but um something that in the video essay that I watched that they pointed out which um which was like really interesting was like the silhouettes of the outfits that are like very telling just because like um like Rose McGowan Courtney um Courtney she is like the leader and she's like very like power hungry and she's you know she's wearing this like red outfit and she's like wearing this like bustier top um and then this like really like uh like form-fitting like skirt it's like a pencil skirt almost 
um but it like hugs her figure like so nicely and just like sort of like throughout the the um throughout the film she's like always wearing these like very like um kind of like revealing and like very like snug outfits that like um that are just like like I feel like it is like very telling about her because she's like oh I'm sort of like the star here she's like I am I am like the it girl and then like for example um like the other girls in her clique which are Julie and Marcy um like Marcy her outfits her her outfits were like my least favorite ones I think out of like everyone in the movie because hers were like very like plain and sort of like like I don't know I felt like they were just like very basic and again I feel like that's very like telling of her character just because like she's not like she's very much like a follower like she just does what like Courtney tells her to do and then Fern who's like the nerd turned hottie um in like I feel like as when she starts to like rise in popularity um in the film you notice that like her outfits also become sort of like Courtney's where they're like a lot more like form-fitting and like very tight and like um revealing and like in the video essay that I saw like the the girl basically said like oh like you can see how like they're fighting for power like in that moment because like you know, like, Courtney is supposed to be the one that's, like, oh, I'm, like, hot, and I wear, like, this, this type of outfit and this type of silhouette, but then Fern comes along, and she starts getting more popular, and then she's, like, well, actually, I'm going to wear, like, tight clothing and, like, and, like, look, like, sexy and stuff like that, so, like, that's so interesting, just, like, how the clothing was, like, used to, like, I don't know, just, like, like, tell you so much about the characters and the story. Yeah, I think... I think I know what video essay you're talking about. I avoided watching it just because I didn't want to plagiarize, but I think I'm gonna go back and watch it later. I feel like it was really interesting how like, um, Courtney, I guess like, did you notice that like her color scheme was always different from like, I guess like the quote unquote like other two? Yeah, yeah. I remember, I don't know when it was. Well, like obviously like, they'd be like whatever they were wearing like changed but she'd always be like very monochromatic like she'd always wear one color and it would just be like very different from like whoever because she was always in the middle Mm -hmm. and because I remember like at the beginning when I think it was like the four of them walking I was just like it looks really like lopsided like there's four people Mm -hmm. and in theory it's like even but it just felt weird Mm -hmm. like I just like visually made a lot more sense when she was like the one in the center and like the um two like behind her were like wearing the same like sort of color scheme and then she was just like standing out yeah um I was gonna say that's why I like did that like weird like yeah and then like I didn't say anything else but I was gonna say um that they actually like the in the video essay they actually like talked about that how like um the like when like Courtney was like you know at in power um like after the friend died or the friend was named like Elizabeth I think like yeah. Liz yeah like after Liz died and then she sort of became like the one in power like you know like the one in power um it sort of goes back again to like that thing about her being like you know like the like she has to be like the hottest one and she has to be like like sort of like the center of attention which is why like the other girls would always be like um, would then, like, be dressed in, like, um, similarly 
to like each other like they would coordinate their outfits but Courtney would be like like basically they know like oh we can look cute but we can't like outshine Courtney so they just kind of like coordinated with each other but like Courtney was like doing her own thing that makes a lot of sense what's her name oh my god Julie I think she was my favorite like the one who like broke away from the group Mm -hmm. I liked her outfits the most and I think it was interesting how different her room looked in comparison to like because at the beginning of the movie she like presents herself as like one of like Courtney's like minions but then she after like she leaves and starts like dressing for herself she just like looked so good like all of her outfits were so cute yeah she was like very like um I feel like the best way to describe Courtney would be that she's just like very chill like her fashion like her true self like her true like fashion and like her own independent like fashion choices like it's very like chill and like almost like cool girl type like um because when she gets with that guy who's in theater I don't remember his name I think like Zach like her her love interest who's like a theater a theater boy um I feel like she very she kind of like just shows how like cool she is like she's actually like so like likable and she seems like very like smart and like not like smart in the same way as like Courtney because Courtney is like um what's that word like conniving like she's smart like in a very like evil way but like um but Julie she's smart in sort of this like in just like a normal way like she's like a smart cool girl um but yeah I thought that was I thought like her um her change in character was very neat especially because I mean you could definitely see it in the beginning um because like after they accidentally kill their friend um Liz like you can tell that she definitely like out of the three she definitely was the one that like seemed to feel like the most remorse and was definitely like oh we we have to do like the right thing here we can't just like you know like fake everything um yeah oh can we talk about fern because like her outfit or like i guess her in general i feel like her like it's interesting how like 20 years ago her vibe was just like I guess quote-unquote the worst even though now like she totally gives off like trendy vibes now like soft girl vibes yeah definitely again oh my god I'm literally just gonna be quoting this like video essay like (laughs) the whole episode but they talked about how like um Fern like her her clothing style like pre makeover um like that's definitely what you would expect of someone like from the 90s I feel like it's not like grunge but I feel like it's a very like um kind of like a washed down version of grunge like uh like that's something that like I think a normal teenager would wear and then like again like right now since like the 90s and like the 2000s are coming back um like, I've literally dressed in an outfit like hers, like, sort of like that, like, a like an ill-fitting coat, like, cardigan thing, and then just, like, a, I don't know, like, pants or a skirt and just, like, a normal t-shirt. Like, um, I feel like her makeover to, like, sort of this, like, um, her makeover was definitely, like, super dramatic, like, and then even after she sort of, like, went from, like, popular girl to just kind of, like, normal just like a normal person um 
I feel like she was still dressed like really well. Like I thought her prom dress was cute and stuff, but I think it would have been nice to like see her kind of like go back to sort of like her quote unquote like drab look because I feel like, um, I don't know. I thought that was like really cute. Like I thought she was like, like she seemed like a very like nice, like a very nice girl. And it would have been nice if they would have like sort of incorporated like that drabbiness into sort of into her like final look or whatever like her final aesthetic in the film but they didn't really do that they just sort of like toned down like um her like exaggerated like pink pink look I don't know Fern was like definitely like an interesting character just because like the there's this like random like when she has her makeover there's just like there was this like very like odd like scene or like a sequence that was like clearly like not real um but it, it seemed like I don't know it was like it seemed like almost as if she was like in the circus and like these like circus people were like giving her like a makeover I thought that was like very strange um I wish like I don't know I think it would be nice to like it would have been interesting to explore her character like a little bit more because it made me curious because for a second I was like was she like did she used to be like in a carnival like is that why she's like weird like was she like abused by like the carnival system? Like, I don't know, like, but like, I don't know. We didn't really get to learn that much about her. I feel like Fern just in general as a character like confused me. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like out of all of them, she was the most inconsistent. Like mm-hmm. it was just strange. Just she went from like, just being like regular, like sort of shy and introverted to being like very, very obsessed with Liz. To being like very mean and then like the minute she gets dropped by Courtney like completely is like nice and normal to Julia again yeah that was like I think like it definitely makes sense if they made her character out to be this sort of like um almost like an exaggerated version of like a confused like teenage girl um but I don't know I mean like again like or no, actually didn't say this earlier, but she also, similar to, like, um, Julie, she also seemed to be, like, smart, like, she did not seem like a dumb person, like, Marcy, like, I don't know, I feel like she was definitely, like, capable of, like, thinking for herself and making her own decisions, so that's why, like, the, because, like, when I was watching the movie, like, when they did her makeover and stuff, I was like, oh, there's no way that she's going to be, like, super popular, though. Like, she's, like, I thought that she was going to, like, be popular for, like, a day or whatever. But then she would, like, realize what she was doing was wrong. And then she would try to, like, go against Courtney. So it did surprise me when she ended up becoming, like, more popular than Courtney. And then, like, and then just, like, like you said, sort of, like, after Courtney sort of, like, um, caused her downfall, that's when she, like, became, like, you know, quote, unquote, good again and like went to like help Julie and stuff um so yeah I think like even though her character was like super interesting I do think like I don't know things were done with her character that were just made made everything kind of like I guess it like made it like what was her it made everything like very unclear because like like in in one moment you can say like oh her desire is to be like to be popular but then like it doesn't seem like that's like her actual like desire at the end of the film so like I guess like 
I we never really understood what her like true like need or like want was. I really like the dialogue because it's like it doesn't even try to be realistic. Like the point is <laughs> to tell a story, and I think it did what it was supposed to do. I think it sort of reminded me. I don't know if this was inspired or not, or or because they like I guess our styles similarly. But I, is it Maddie from Euphoria? Like whoever like the brunette girl is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was definitely like the purple. It, she had this like um. She had the, or Rose McGowan slash Courtney in the movie, she wore this, like, purple cardigan type thing, and then her, like, purple capris, and it reminded me a lot of Maddie's um, purple outfit from Euphoria, like, I don't, like, just, like, the, the silhouette, sort of, like, how it hugs their body, I think it definitely could be inspired by, by Jawbreaker. Yeah, I, I literally... <laughs> It's so silly because it's like just a headband, but I can't stop thinking about Courtney's leopard print headband that she had on. Wait, I need to look that up. I don't remember. It's like, just imagine like a leopard print headband. I just, I don't know why it just, it was just so fascinating. I was like, I want one so badly. Um, oh, and then like another thing that I also want to talk about, uh, I saw this like headliner for an article, but I didn't actually like read the article. Um, but it's like talking about like the um sort of like the genre of like killer I don't know like killer teens like killer clicks um and again like it was like um it it's sort of like it alluded to like that um to like Heather's the similarities between Heather's and Jawbreaker and how they're like you know both movies about like girls killing other other like girls or like other students um and like the art, I think the article said something like, oh, like, why is this genre like so prevalent or like so popular? And I thought that was like a really interesting thing. Like, why is it so popular? Like, I think like one of the only things I can think of, of like what, what the appeal of the this like very specific like coming of age teen drama um, could be is that like since the setting is like a very familiar place for teens I think like a lot of people like a lot of audiences love to see sort of like their everyday settings but like with a twist so I feel like with these types of movies specifically like like we both know and like recognize that like high school setting but just like adding this element of like oh but they killed someone it like sort of adds this like level of excitement. And then since it's like so dramatic and over the top because they like clearly are not like normal teenagers even without like the murder aspect, like it also just makes it like very, um, like super appealing, I guess. It's just like, it's sort of like taking a peek into like a parallel universe of like what our lives could have been or something like that. I don't know, what are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I see what you mean with that, because, I mean, I know that's definitely why I watch a lot of movies in this genre, like, I don't know, because I think just as, for some reason, I feel like society has this, like, obsession with high school, just mm -hmm. as a whole, because, like, the whole debate, I feel like we've brought it up before, of, like, why don't they just, like, set these characters in college, like, that makes so much more sense. Mm -hmm. For some reason, society just really loves high school. <laughs> And, like, people treat it like it's this, like, smaller version of the real world. 
Mm-hmm. And I guess it's like the same reason why like we like to see celebrities like fight with each other and just like have beef and stuff. It's like does that translate to like what we think of as like the popular people? I don't know. It's entertaining to see people who have it all suddenly kill each other. Yeah, wait. I have something like completely unrelated that I didn't bring up before. It's like not as like interesting as this, but I just really was it a wig? I couldn't stand like Fern as like Violet. Like I hated her blonde hair. I didn't like it. Isn't she? I don't know if that was a wig, but is the I think that actress is naturally a blonde though. Oh, okay. I think because I think in um, thirteen going thirty, she was blonde, right? She was blonde. Wait, I'm gonna let me look up a picture of her real quick. Fern Mayo. Also, just like the name Fern Mayo. Very interesting name choice. I wonder if that has like any meaning to it other than that it's like an unappealing name for like a quote unquote like unappealing character. Um, interesting. She seems to be a blonde, but there's also pictures of her with red hair. But I cannot say with certainty, with certainty, whether her hair and Jawbreaker was a wig or not. Something about just like the shade and like just the way it was cut. Like I know that's what the trend was. I just didn't like it. Like it just aggravated me. I liked her yeah. long hair so much. I more. agree though. I don't. I'm not like a big fan of that. It. It. I feel like, especially. Um, in the beginning of the makeover, even in the beginning of, like, the makeover, sort of, like, before she got, like, too popular, um, she had, like, that floral dress, and I think it was, like, a really pretty dress, but I think just, like, that with, like, the hair, it definitely, like, made her kind of look, like, um, dated, um, or, like, not, like, dated slash just, like, old, almost, like, she didn't look like a teenager, and I guess, like, none of them, like, really look like teenagers, but her look was just, like, really, um, that, that specific look was kind of strange. Okay, so this is the end of our discussion of Jawbreaker. It is a very lovely film, and I think you all should check it out. It's, like, on Tubi for free. I don't know, like, how long movies are, like, on Tubi. Also, I don't know if it's Tubby or Tubi. If anybody knows, please DM me. I like saying Tubby, but then, like, my friends, like, bully me for saying Tubby. So I say Tubi now. Um, But, yeah, you should check it out on Tubi for free. And then now it is time for our shout-outs of the week. Elisa, would would you like to do the honors of doing the first shout-out? It's not a very good shout-out, but, like, Okay, so sometimes I'm very, I'm very like quirky and interesting, and I like to take off half of my eyebrows. I never do it well though. Like this one's longer. I still have to fix it. <laughs> but my point is, um, that means I have to draw them in because I don't know. Like the ends just are like, like of my natural eyebrows are like wider than like the front, and it just looks weird. Which is why I shave half of it off and I draw them in. And, like, I've just been using black face paint, like, black Halloween face paint. So, my <laughs> shadow is black Halloween face paint. It doesn't, like, it just, it, it comes off if you, like, smudge it 
watch like here I am you can't see me as you're listening to me but I'm look at that I just took off like <laughs> half my eyebrow right there it's gone <laughs> I but love that it, <laughs> it gets the job done and that's why I'm giving it a shout out that's such an intelligent hack <laughs> Um, so I have two shout outs for this week. Initially, I only had planned for one shout out, but Elisa reminded me that of another shout out that I wasn't going to do, but I, I am going to do now. Um, so my first shout out, my original shout out, um, that I had planned is Daria. I always have seen like Daria stuff just like everywhere. Like I, she's just a very like iconic cartoon character. Um, but I never, like, actually, like, watched the show, and I was gonna watch it on Hulu, but then, like, it wasn't on Hulu, like, I have, like, the normal Hulu with, like, ads, and I guess it's, like, on the, like, expensive Hulu, but I don't have that one, um, but then I found, like, this website with, like, I don't know what it's called, I just found it, like, on Reddit, and it was, like, that's, like, where I guess, like, a lot of people watch, like, their anime and stuff, but it has Daria on there, so I've been watching it and I'm on like season three now and it's very good like um I don't know I'm like so obsessed with her like um I feel like she is me I am her like we are this like we are one um even though she's like definitely like a lot more nihilistic than I am like it's so cool to sort of just like relate to someone like a character like so well and I feel like it's like nice because I feel like we even like look alike because we both wear glasses and uh, my hair is dyed right now, but usually I do have like brown, like dark hair. Um, and just like, I don't know, like even like, like I feel like I would wear that, like her iconic outfit as well. Like, um, but yeah, like end of the story, I'm obsessed with Daria. I think I'm like, I think we are, I am her. If anyone ever makes a Daria movie, like I want to play Daria. Um, <laughs> but anyways, y'all should watch Daria and then my second shout out of the week is um the new Young Gravy and Baby No Money song which comes out on Friday the same day as this podcast um it is called What's Up and I think you all should listen because Baby No Money and Young Gravy are very great artists on their own but when they come together as a baby gravy um I think they are even more excellent so yes, give it a listen, give it a stream. And that is all. <laughs> you know what's interesting about Daria? Yeah. I okay. Not to make it about me, <laughs> but um during senior year, like the week of Halloween, I think I dressed up like as different characters every day of the week. But like the uh, what it wasn't funny, but I thought it was funny. But it's like, the, I, was, I was like, the joke is, it's like a half-assed costume every day. So like, I dressed as Daria for one of the days, and like, no one knew who I was. So I just looked like I was wearing clothes. Because if you think about it, her outfit's just like a normal outfit. It really is. I think like also though, like you look like Daria. I think we just both look like Daria because yeah, hair, like she is like. A very like just normal like she looks like a normal person like I think like sometimes cartoons can be like so specific like just taking away that outfit aspect like sort of like 
um sometimes you do have to like look a very specific way to look like a certain cartoon character but like with daria i think it is like very easy to look like her because you just have to have like dark hair and glasses <laughs> and like you look like her <laughs> wait brandy are we twins <laughs> maybe are we double yeah perhaps we are maybe we just don't notice because like doppelgangers don't notice when they're doppelgangers yeah i i i surely bet that when we are like together out and about everyone's gonna be like oh my god which one's which which one is which they are the same okay so that's all (laughs) um we hope you enjoyed the episode we hope you enjoyed our shout outs We hope that you all enjoyed our little ramblings. Um, Thank you for listening. Um, Elisa, do you have any any final parting words for for our audience? I do. Um, You guys are very, very good people for always listening to us. However, you could listen a little more frequently. Uh, we can see the numbers um, when, <laughs> from our perspective we can see how many people are listening to us and right now y'all are slacking so please go back exactly. to our old episode yeah I think I agree um anyways that was not a threat um that was simply a suggestion um do with it what you will um so that's all goodbye (laughs) it was definitely a threat from me though (laughs) goodbye also